0: Greetings INFJs. <sighs> I have to take a moment to kind of regulate myself. It has been a week. It has been a month. I don't know if y'all can relate. i feeling. I've been feeling a little disconnected from this podcast. <laughs> And I'm just sitting here on Sunday, and I'm just like, I want to do the podcast. And I can't feel in my body the same desire, knowing, pull to do the podcast as I have in the previous episodes. And so, yeah, I'm kind of stuck between like, integrity in terms of doing what I have kind of set out to do, which is maybe a weekly podcast, and also just like what's the reality of what my needs are in the present moment. Um, And I think that's such a beautiful space to be in and to speak from because the topic of today's podcast is Boundaries and the Body. And the reason I called it Boundaries and the Body is because The topic of boundaries, you know, it can go so many ways, just generally speaking, and just by way of the INFJ mind. And I think for INFJs, things that have to do with the physical body, it's just so hard. It's so difficult. And I'm recording this from one of the lower points, I think. Right now, I do not feel as connected to my body as I want to be, as I can be, um, as I have been more and more, as I have prioritized body practices and body movement. And um, yeah. And so I wanna talk to you all and I want, and I'm going to talk to you just as I am, you know, no, no pretense, no obfuscation or anything like that. Just like coming from a state of an INFJ, trying to connect back to their body again. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so difficult? Well, you know, the quick answer is we're always in our heads, right? Right. Being in our heads is our default state, is our powerful state, and it's also something that can be done excessively, avoidantly. And cognitive function-wise, we already have an S function as our inferior, but we also have a S function in our um, most inferior shadow position. So, you know, we lead with introverted intuition. Well, the mirror function of introverted intuition is introverted sensing. Um, and introverted sensing is kind of this like, this internal knowing of like, <laughs> there's a lot of different descriptors, and I won't claim to be a super expert. And introverted sensing, admittedly, is one of the functions that I feel is the most slippery in terms of my knowledge. But when I have kind of observed SJs, ISFJs, ESFJs, um, ESTJs, and ISTJs, they take in the sensory world. But it's almost like they have, like, their body is taking a picture of what they are experiencing and what they are observing with the five senses. So it's almost like, you know, that's why SJs are kind of known as the historians or the guardians. They are deeply connected in their body with details and concrete information, whereas, you know, SPs. They have extroverted sensing. And of course, they're very in tune with the physical world as well, but they're more doing and responding to it in the moment. So they're moving their body through space. They're interacting with the external environment and the physical world through space with their body. They're just doing, right? But introverted sensing types, they are in the world and they're attuned to it, but they're, they move slower and more incrementally. They kind of embody... Um, "Quote unquote," how you should study, right? Which is incrementally taking in all of the details, to where you kind of create like a a treasure trove or a, a library of information. They move steadily, conscientiously, incrementally. And when it comes to the body's physical processes, they are very attuned and sensitive to what the body needs. Um, That is our eighth function of all the eight functions. (laughs) INTJs and INFJs. We have that shit as our last function. So that's why, you know, a lot of people talk about details and I think they may be limited to extroverted sensing, but it's really introverted sensing. You know, so extroverted sensing is like, am I aware of what's going on in the moment? Right. And introverted sensing is like, can I take in what's going on in the moment and like, remember it, take it in. Right. Versus respond to it. Um, and so the reason that introverted intuition and introverted sensing are mirror functions is because they both kind of they're both perceiving functions and they both kind of take snapshots right It's both like an internal they both have like an internal um, process they're introverted of course um, but they're they're taking in the world but as INFJs we take in the world abstractly we, there, there ain't no fucking details in there right in fact we're we're subconscious we're taking it in our subconscious that's why the, the introverted intuition is like the I think the most the most subconscious function like we're going through the world but we're not really present with it so we're taking in all this information but we can't pull from that shit until like days later where we get insights and so it's very hard for us to be in our bodies it's like when we finally get into our bodies, we get regulated. It's like one thing can kind of dysregulate us, whether it be a new piece of information, whether at like a physical, like actual new data or information emotionally, interpersonally. And it just affects us. Like we're constantly trying to connect back to our body and stay there. And it's, I really think that even the healthiest INFJ more often than not is pretty, um, I don't want to say dysregulated, but let's say Gosh, there's so many terms that you have to be careful to use. But let's just say that I believe that an INFJ more often than not is pretty dissociated even at their healthiest. Um, just because of the way the work it works. And we will always talk about extroverted feeling. Like that's gonna be having a conversation with someone, writing your feelings out on paper. Um, That's going to be the quickest access point for you to feel in the present moment and for you to feel less dissociated. But when it comes to bodily functions, bodily needs, that's all the way at the bottom. And I really think that this contributes to the level of emotional intelligence that an INFJ has, and subsequently, their ability to articulate their needs, be aware of their needs, articulate their needs and like enforce boundaries when, you know, people are crossing them. It's really hard for us to realize and it's not just the typical um people-pleasing stuff. You know, it's a process that we have to notice and develop. So if so many of our emotions are limbic, somatic, And the INFJ is not really good at being connected with their body without maybe years of practice. And if the INFJ takes in the world abstractly, and if the INFJ is so attuned and can literally feel other people's needs, whether or not their values even align with them, we have the capacity to almost jump into people's experience and psyche of the world as almost as if we were them, right? We don't necessarily as introverted feeling users, sorry, in comparison, introverted feeling users, we don't necessarily have to experience the same level of suffering to have empathy for other people. We have compassion for most people. That's how deeply we can absorb their energy. And so on top of all that, it's real hard for us to be like, what do I feel? What do I want? We only realize way later and we may not realize at all. And I think yet again, I'm a broken record at the point, at this point, it has to do with those functions so it takes time but I think self-compassion as I said in my previous episode is needed for the INFJ who struggles with setting boundaries because there is a whole maze matrix process and journey to even really feel into the body a yes or a no. I don't know if y'all could hear my stomach growling. It's okay. I'll, I'll edit it out. Um, but boundaries in the body. There's an exercise that I did in a small INFJ group that I was a part of. Um, and basically, I'm not going to do it today. Mostly because I don't feel like it. That is a boundary for me. But... You know, generally speaking, I would say if you want to come up with a way to feel more into your body, what a yes or no feels like, you can do one of two things, right? The first thing that you can do is go a week saying no as much as you can. Obviously, if you're in a role at work, you want to keep your job. So, you know, be smart about it. But go a week saying no. Anytime someone, you know, invites you to do something, requests you, demands you, say no. Okay. Feel into your body the levels of discomfort, feel into your mind, the level of, you know, overthinking. Be present with any fear, anxiety, guilt, and shame, and track that and journal about that. So that's one way that you can start to feel into what your body's really doing and saying, right? In that more extreme form. There's bound to be things that come up, bound to be things that arise that will invite further inquiry. The other option is to say yes to everything, right? Saying yes to everything. Notice if you feel overwhelmed. Notice if you feel nourished and excited to be in contribution. Notice if you feel like it was a yes at first and then when you experience it, it didn't feel great. Both of these exercises Again, number one, because they're coming from places of extremes, but also they're going to create more data for you to work through in terms of what is your body telling you? And maybe some of you won't feel anything in your body because you'll be so in your head, you've used introverted intuition, introverted thinking so much that you're kind of like, there's a bit of headlessness, right? Where it's like, you know, there's no connection. But This is really important for us, not like in a self-flagellating way, but just like so we can feel our feelings and realize that we have them. And once we realize that, then we have to be honest about all the ways that we are not honoring our own boundaries, that we're betraying ourselves before anyone else can do it. And furthermore, if other people are doing it, they're simply following our lead. And so just a little bit of a recap. INFJs are more often than not likely to be really disconnected from their body due to introverted sensing being in the eighth position of all the eighth cognitive functions. Also, our feeling function is very other oriented. It's very attuned to other people's needs. And our dominant way of moving through the world is one of abstraction in a way to where it's the opposite of being in the present moment and reacting to what's happening in the present moment. So anything that has to do with taking care of our physical needs, anything that has to do with being present and mindfulness, which is one of the things that people talk about for, you know, self-growth and personal development, all of that requires extra energy, you know. And there's a way for us to explore right now what our body might be telling us by way of contrast. And healthy extremes, which is, you know, going a week saying no or going a week saying yes and feeling into what arises. So again, self-compassion for yourself and also know and remember that as an INFJ, part of being having introverted intuition is that we are very growth oriented. And once we do start to adopt strategies, it's really locked in and we are primed for exponential growth but we do have very hard and important work to do so self-compassion without going into self-loathing or self-pity and give yourself breaks i'm in bed right now sometimes you don't want to do shit and you could allow yourself that sort of day but remember at your most authentic as an infj you're always going to be oriented towards actualizing your potential And who you are is in the future. And you can enjoy the process, but you're always going to be dissatisfied if you're not making progress. So just accept that and explore what your body needs and what your body is telling you. All this is going to contribute to deeper contribution, deeper alignment, and authenticity. So let me know what you think about the podcast some of you know how to find me. <laughs> and if you don't, ask those people who know how to find me. Um, I love my INFJs. It's so wild, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you kind of go on an information binge bender and you just feel like you're high on life and you find a new subject and you're just like, yeah. And you're reading and you stay up late at night and you just keep reading and reading and reading and then these seasons of an INFJ life where you just crash and burn and you're just severely disconnected and dissociated and you're like what is going on we're constantly trying to find this sweet spot of balancing that desire for more information balancing our needs for rest balancing other people's needs balancing being a normal funking a normal functioning (laughs) member of society is a trip. And what's wild is all of this is going on in our experience and internal world and other people would observe us from the outside and think we're so boring. Nah. There's so much going on in our internal world, existence and life. There's so much about being an INFJ that will be unseen, unacknowledged, (laughs) invalidated. But there's a world going on in here. There's a whole ass hero's journey going on in here. Can you relate? Can you relate? (laughs) Let me know. I love my INFJs. I appreciate y'all. If you do the exercise, let me know. Until next time, remember to rest. Peace.